listening to our podcast, the Slowpoke Travel Podcast. We hope you enjoy our podcast. The podcast starts right now. Slowpoke Travel Podcast with Buck and Camera Girl. Ta-da! Hola! Welcome to the Slowpoke Travel Podcast. It's been so long, I almost forgot what it was called. Uh, turning on my computer, which... Um, Requires all of my attention because I had got to hit three buttons. Been looking at a lot of houses, trying to figure out what we're gonna do. You know, we sort of pride ourselves. We don't pride ourselves. We sort of have a custom of spending Christmas in a different location. At least since we left Seattle, we've tried to be somewhere uh, new for us every Christmas which we didn't one one of the COVID years. We were back here in Florida. But we've been able to do it almost every year, except for this year we don't have anything lined up. We've been keeping our eyes out uh, for a house sit to apply for after this house sit, which is gonna end in a few weeks. But um, we haven't found anything that we've applied for yet. And we're getting down to the wire. And we've seen a lot of house sits, and some of them we would normally have jumped at, but we have a very narrow um, criteria that house sits can fall in that that um, we're going to accept or that we're going to find acceptable for something that we want to do, which um, <laughs> might not work out for us because... Uh, because, like I said, we're getting down to the wire. It's going to be Christmas uh, before we know it. What is it, about a month and a half away? Of course, house sits come uh, pretty quickly in that 30-day that period. I think a lot of house sits that come up as available are about a month out. Like, if you're looking for house sits, because we've had this house sit now for a couple of months. So we were looking uh, for house sits in December over the last two months. Well... They usually don't come up until about a month before. So now, they, maybe we'll see more. But our criteria, or at least my criteria, is no cold. Now, of course, uh, with winter coming up, you know, people are going to be taking vacations, they're going to be traveling, and they're going to be looking for house sitters. But a lot of those people traveling are going to be leaving cold climates and heading to warmer climates for their trips. So a lot of the house sits that are becoming available are in colder climates in Canada, in Europe, you know, in areas well above the equator. So if I don't want to be in Florida and I don't want to be somewhere that's cold, then I've wiped out a lot of the globe. Seen really good house sits come up for Ireland and Scotland and England and Canada and, you know, I just, I Google yearly weather for this spot. And it's all, you know, low 20s to upper 40s. And my bones and joints just say, hmm, let's wait a little bit. But now we're getting down to the wire. And I haven't seen a house sit to apply for. I don't know why I turned this computer on because I got everything written down here on this phone. Because I, I wrote a list the other day of some complications 
that you might encounter while you're house sitting. Because any you know, if you watch our our, our videos at all, you know, we got a cooking channel and we've got this channel. You know, we mentioned in all of our videos that we do a lot of house sitting. And we have a number of house sitting videos and I'm I'm effusive when it comes to house sitting. I think house sitting is I mean it seems too good to be true. You know, we have some friends who are shocked that we don't get paid to house sit. You know, they're like, you're doing this house sit, you're doing it. They think we get paid to house sit. But we don't get paid to house sit. Uh, and even so, we feel like it's a fantastic deal. You know, we actually pay to house it because we have to pay to belong to the house sitting website, which is trustedhousesitters.com. It's the one that we use. And, you know, I look on a number of house sitting sites. I'm always looking for uh, house sit opportunities. And it just seems easier to find them uh, with the, 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 um, the website that we use. But there are a number of them that you can use. There's House Sitting Mexico, whatever. There's, I don't know. I don't know the name of them right off the top of my head. But I'll put a link down below that'll take you to one of our House Sitting posts where you can find uh, information about house sitting as well as a list of house sitting sites to check out. But trustedhousesitters.com, uh, you know, I'm very happy with it. We've been a member since 2017. And I think this year we're going to end up, I think just the way things are right now, we will have spent six months of the year house sitting. And, you know, maybe seven months if we do end up lining something up for December. Uh, and when you do that, so that'll be seven months of the year where we didn't have to pay rent. We didn't have to pay Wi-Fi costs. We didn't have to pay for uh, electricity. Uh, you know, we just all of your, you know, what you think of as normal bills, you know, so many of them are just evaporated when you're house sitting. Although you do have the travel costs, of course, you've got your food costs. You know, there are, there are costs, but I feel like we live a very rich life because we don't have kids and because we're house-sitting. But even when we're not house-sitting, we don't have a fixed location, so we are able to manipulate our bills. Like when we were in Seattle, you know, we had a great deal where we were living, but we were paying $1,400 a month in rent. You know, I think... At the time we were leaving, our rent had gone up to $1,400. And then you had, you know, the incidental costs and blah, blah, blah. And so that was like $1,600 a month, just base costs that we had to come up with uh, every month before you counted food and all these other costs, which can be quite high uh, when you're living in a place like Seattle or a very expensive uh, city. And now, of course, that was 2017. Now, of course, with inflation, every place seems very expensive. Uh, we're here on the Gulf Coast of uh, Florida. We're living in a very uh, nice area right now at this house that where we're not paying anything. This is great. Uh, it doesn't cost us anything to live here, but, but it is an expensive area. So when we walk out the door and go somewhere to get coffee or to get, have a meal out, it is expensive. Um, and we can afford that because we don't have to pay for this so we can sort of maybe live a more lavish lifestyle than we would normally be able to live but if we were living somewhere and we had to make our rent every month and pay all these other bills uh, then we wouldn't be able to live 
um, as extravagant a lifestyle as I think that we do live. I don't know. There's different ways of looking at it because I know some of our <laughs> some of our family uh, think that we are not living a very lavish lifestyle at all because they're like, you don't have a home, you know, you're just living out of your bags, which is true. And I don't know, it seems like a very youthful thing to do. In a lot of ways, we're living like college kids. And maybe that will get old, but it hasn't yet. But we're looking for house sits, and I don't know where we're going to where we're going to go. But I wrote down a list of house sit problems. I called it house sit problems. I don't know what that means. House sit complications. House sit um, things that could happen. Um, here, uh, just so I'll give you a quick overview. Number one is tsunami. Then I've got capturing raccoon, extending dates, changing dates, canceling sits, and the last one, hurricane and evacuating with cats. That's what I thought of uh, right off. Another problem is maybe the house sit just isn't what you want to do. Now, early on in our house sitting career, we uh, booked a house sit and we went to the house and the house was, it was just dirty. It was not, it didn't, it didn't meet the standards um, that I was comfortable being in for any amount of time. And I mean, I'm not a, I mean, I guess I am a neat Nick. I mean, I used to not be, but now, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of a neat Nick. But this house, we went into this house and we met the, the people before uh, the house had started. And they're showing us around the house. And I mean, there was dog feces um, on, you know, in the house that hadn't been picked up in a while. There was fresh dog feces and there was older dog feces. And while we're walking around the house, you know, we're in the kitchen. A dog comes into the kitchen, lifts his leg and pisses on the front of the fridge. And then just walks off and the, the owner's kind of like, shrugs like, oh, what are you going to do? What are you, you going to do? I don't know what you're going to do exactly, but there are a number of things that I would do besides shrug my shoulders and say, oh, well, I guess that's where Fido's pissing today. So, you know, we, we basically uh, told the folks that, you know, we, we weren't interested in the house. They were going to have to, you know, they didn't need to go on a trip. They needed to figure out, you know, their... Uh, their household scenario before they invited somebody to come and house it because they, they you know, that's a lot of issues when you're, you know, when your animals are just using your entire house like a bathroom, you know, it's, I think it's inappropriate to expect or to invite somebody to house sit your home when it is a scenario like that. So that was one of the first house sits we went to. And from that, we learned. Uh, to be more discriminating with uh, looking at the profiles, looking at the reviews, trying to glean as much information as we could from potential house sits. And we haven't had any sort of uh, instance like that since then. But, you know, when you're looking for a house sit, you know, I mean, there's kooky people everywhere. You know, and they weren't happy with us. They probably thought we were kooky for not wanting to do the house sit. 
you know, they looked around and, you know, maybe they thought that was normal. Uh, we didn't think it was normal. But we ended up not doing that house it. And then we went to another house it. And that's where, um, that's, that's the tsunami. <laughs> this was one of our earlier house sits too. And we were on the uh, coast, we were on the west coast. And uh, we were probably in a, we were in a very lovely house and it must have been maybe 200 yards from the Pacific Ocean. I mean, it was a beautiful, breathtaking place to be on Vancouver Island. And we were in this lovely house and uh, we were staying with these lovely cats. And we were probably there for three or four days. And, uh, you know, we had just got there starting this house sit. And I was sleeping at like 2 o'clock in the morning. I woke up uh, and I could hear this uh, 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 sound. And it sounded unnatural. There was something almost ominous about it. Although I had no idea what it was. Um, but it woke me up and it just kept going. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it just felt, I mean, it was some type, type of alarm, I thought, and it sounded alarming. So I got on my phone and I went to Twitter, because Twitter used to be a place where you could get information. And I went to Twitter and I put in my location. And up came uh, this information uh, saying that there had been an earthquake off of the coast of Alaska and a tsunami was expected to hit at our location at like 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so it's the middle of the night and I wake up to discover there's a tsunami alarm and a tsunami is projected to be landing at our location in two hours and it is pitch black outside and we are very unfamiliar with the territory. And we are in a remote area on Vancouver Island. So it's not even like we can get in the car and exactly know where we're going to go. Because wherever we go, we're going to be along the coast. But one thing is for sure is that we are about 200 yards from the Pacific Ocean. I know that much. So that's not a great place to be, but I didn't think that getting in a car at night with cats and driving around and being in a car when a tsunami hit was going to be a great idea. So basically, we took the cats and we took, uh, we, we filled up the bathtub, stairs bathtub with water and blah, blah, blah. And we just got our stuff all together on the second floor and we sort of waited on the second story of this house for... We don't know what. You know, I've seen pictures. I think there had been a, a tsunami in Japan uh, in recent time before that. And, you know, there was this, you know, just the video that you would see of this tsunami coming in, you know, on the shore. So that's what I was picturing. I was picturing something uh, very ominous. But it was, it was pretty funny for some reason. Camera girl and I were just... <laughs> giggling a little bit we were a little we were a little like well this is sort of ridiculous here we are uh just starting this whole house sitting business and here we are in this um, amazing house sitting this amazing locale 
and we think that everything is going so great. Now all of a sudden we're on the second floor in the dark in the unfamiliar part of the world waiting for the ocean to arrive. And it never did. They had forecast for a tsunami to come ashore because of this earthquake in the ocean, but because of the way the tectonic plates or whatever went, blah, blah, blah. So a tsunami never arrived. But it was a very exciting uh, couple of hours. So that could happen if you're on a house sit, except for it could actually be a tsunami. Because things can happen like that, like this house sit uh, that we're at right now. We evacuated this house sit because of Hurricane Ian that was here uh, just recently. In fact, we came down here for the hurricane uh, because the folks that were going on the house sit um, were flying out of here basically, as it turned out, on the day that the hurricane was supposed to arrive. So they were trying to get out to go on their trip and they were trying to beat the closure of the airport. So we actually drove down here from Georgia, you know, down here to the, to the Gulf Coast of Florida to get their cat, you know, and to, to uh, start the house it so that they could leave. And so they got on their plane and they, they flew off to start their trip and we got their cat and we drove inland uh, to stay with uh, another member of my family you know, to see what Hurricane Ian was going to do. And Hurricane Ian, at the time that we picked up the cat and left, Hurricane Ian was forecast to hit very close uh, to where this house is taking place. Um, you know, fortunately for us and unfortunately for other folks along the coast of Florida, it hit a little further south. And so uh, it, was a, it was a very impactful hurricane. You know, a lot of people suffered a lot of damage. Um, you know, close to the water. And this house is close to the water. Uh, so we were very fortunate here uh, that we will be, were able to return uh, to the home and, you know, resume the house sit without, with very little inconvenience. You know, if we had taken the cat and evacuated and we had been further south, especially in the Fort Myers area, I don't know what would have happened, but we would have been in charge of a cat now. <laughs> and uh, the owners, uh, I don't know, I guess they would have, you know, in that case, they probably would have had to end their trip and uh, come back home. But, I mean, that could happen. In fact, I was looking at a house sit uh, in New Orleans, and it was for the summer of 2023. And the folks that were looking for a house sitter were, were recommending that people have a car in case they needed to evacuate New Orleans uh, during the hurricane season. Because, you know, you got you to gotta think about hurricanes. You got to think about whatever, you know, the potential natural disaster is, wherever you're at. Like on the coast, uh, on, the, on the coast, you got to think about tsunamis. You got to think about hurricanes. You know, if you're in Seattle, you got to think about volcanoes. If you're in Kansas, you got to think about tornadoes. So... You know, you might be coming, you know, maybe you are somebody that lives, you know, in the middle of Canada, and I don't know what the hell you have to worry about there, uh, snow. But then, you know, if you get a house sitting in Florida, you might suddenly find yourself confronted with having to deal with a hurricane and a dog. That's a complication.
potential complication that you can have while house sitting. Capturing raccoon. I've got down here. That is something that we had on a house sit. Uh, we were in uh, the mountains, near the mountains. We were near the Smoky Mountains and we were house sitting in a wonderful cabin in the woods and we had um, a cat and chickens and dog and just a fantastic house sit. But, you know, we're in the woods. And there's lots of all kinds of creatures. And uh, one day a creature got under the house and was living under the house and it was driving the dog crazy. Fantastic dog. But of course the dog is very uh, excited and aggravated and you know he's just losing his mind because boom there's some kind of animal living under the house and we can hear it when we're in the house. At night you know the dog gets up and he's running around and barking and we can hear some animal under the house. So, uh, we set a trap. It was a live animal trap. And uh, I set it up under the house. And we ended up catching a raccoon. And they are scary. Raccoons are scary. This raccoon was about the size of a house cat. Uh, but he seemed as ferocious as, I don't know if you, if you watched the uh, Game of Thrones. What's that called? House of Dragons, the second season with all the dragons. The raccoon was just like one of those dragons. It was like a small dragon. I was very scared of this raccoon. Man, he would run at the cage and he would smack into the cage and he would reach through the cage with these dirty dragon claws, raccoon dragon claws. And I don't know. I had to uh, maneuver that cage very carefully because if I had been scratched by that raccoon, I would not have survived. I would have died of bubonic plague or something like that. But that's something that happened when we were housing. We had to capture an animal under the house. And then once we had the animal in a cage, then we had to do something with it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's not like we're going to, you know, kill it. I mean, you couldn't kill it. I mean, that would just be, that would be, that would just be too nightmarish. I don't know, that can't be good for your karma. But we couldn't just take it, you know, to the end of the yard and let it go because then it's going to be right back under the house. So we had to put this cage in the car and then we had to drive uh, somewhere out in the National Forest. We actually drove quite a ways. We drove probably 10 or 15 miles and went into a National Forest area and released a raccoon. And that was scary. It was just as scary releasing the raccoon as it was transporting the raccoon because I thought the moment we opened this door, this raccoon's going to come out and strangle me. Actually, the raccoon just kind of sat in the cage a little bit dumbfounded and then a little bit curious. And then eventually he poked his head out and then he just kind of strolled off into the woods. <laughs> so it wasn't quite as uh, frightening as I thought it was going to be, but it, I was scared. Until the raccoon disappeared into the woods, I was, I was very frightened. And I'm macho. I'm a very capable, I think I'm, I'm kind of like a Conan the Barbarian type fella. Unless something is actually happening and then I begin to quake and quiver. Lots of scary things. Tsunamis, hurricanes, raccoons. And I guess that's all I have for the scary things. But more house sitting complications are 
changing dates and extending dates. Like I said, we started this house in early. You know, the folks, we were supposed to start this house in, I think, right at the end of October. And these folks uh, called us up and wanted us to start, you know, maybe a week before the end of October because the hurricane was coming. And we were like, you know, we need to, we're, we're going to try to get on an earlier plan. Can you be here earlier? The house sit, you know, was going to be for a couple of months. So we were like, yeah, okay, we can do that because it's, we certainly want them to go on their trip because we want to do this house sit. So we're going to try as best we can to accommodate them. So we did, we got here early and they also extended their, their trip a little bit. So we had to change the dates at the end. So we're getting here early and we're leaving here late. And we've done that for a couple of house sits. And so we have learned uh, now that when we do book houses, we don't book them too close together. We try to give ourselves maybe two weeks between houses, which can be complicated because then that means there's more expense that you have to consider between the houses because our biggest expense is traveling uh, since we don't have a permanent place to stay. We have to think about where we're staying when we're not house-sitting. Uh, when we're in Florida, it's no big deal because we got family everywhere. You know, we can go, uh, we can go crash with whomever, you know, and do our little visiting rounds and stay with folks. And camera girl, she's always got projects that she wants to do at everybody's house. So everybody's kind of glad to see her because uh, she's value added. Of course, I just come and, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I try to be funny and I try not to eat. Uh, too much of the food in the fridge. And that's kind of a contribution. At least we have that option when, when we're in the South. Uh, when we're not, then we have to figure out some other accommodation, which is usually an Airbnb, which can be quite an expense. So while we do save a lot of money house-sitting, we sort of lose a lot of money when we're not house-sitting. But it balances because we do a lot of house sit. Um, canceling sits is the last thing I have on here because a house sit can be canceled. In fact, we had this house sit canceled. Uh, this particular house sit where we're at, we've done uh, several times. But one time we had this house sit booked and uh, the folks ended up having their trip canceled. So they called us up and they let us know hey, we don't need a house sitter after all. <laughs> so we had, you know, had this booked as part of our itinerary, and then we had to change that because this was no longer available. And they were going to work with us. They were going to try to find us uh, some alternative lodging or whatever. But since we were in Florida, it wasn't a problem for us. But that is something that can happen. You can think that you're going on a house sit, and it could evaporate because there are more moving parts. You know, when you travel, you know, you might break your leg. You know, if you have a trip planned and you break your leg, then you can't go on your trip, you know? But now, if you're house-sitting, there's more people involved. So you might be house-sitting for somebody and, and they might break their leg. So now you can't go on their, your trip because they broke their leg. So there's more things to potentially go wrong. It's not like staying in a hotel. Like if the hotel clerk working the front desk breaks their leg, then they'll just schedule somebody else to do that. You can still go and stay at that hotel. But 
if it's a house sit, then you might um, not have that house sitting opportunity, which makes me think of another complication that we had because we tried to cancel a house sit. Camera Girl and I tried to cancel a house sit after we booked it. And this was when we were um, living in the Northeast and we uh, landed a house sit here in Florida, in Central Florida. And it was a four month house sit, but it was rural Florida in the center of the state in a very small town and you needed a car. So we were driving from the Northeast. You know, we had about a month before the house sit was gonna start and we were slowly driving across the country visiting some national parks and whatnot. And our car got T-boned when we were driving in Utah. You know, some young girl ran a stop sign, T-boned us. You know, nobody was hurt, we were fine, she was fine. The only casualty was our car, which was totaled. So now here we are in the middle of the country with no car, you know, and then we got a house sit starting in a few weeks that requires a car. And it was a really nice house sit, you know, a house sit that last four months, you know, it was fantastic. And it didn't have any pets. There weren't even any pets. So it wasn't like there was a lot of responsibility other than to live in the house and take care of the house and prepare the house, um, you know, in case there's a hurricane or any kind of bad weather. Just to keep an eye on the house and to live in it, to keep it lived in. So it was a super duper uh, low stress, you know, it, kind of an ideal house hit, you know, because most house hitting is pet sitting. But this house hit was just, hey, come and live in our house. The only, the only thing is you need a car which suddenly we didn't have. So we thought, well, you know, we'll, we'll just call these folks and we'll tell them we can't do the house sit because, you know, there's a few weeks before the house sit starts. It's a great house sit. They're going to get somebody lickety split. Uh, and they would have. They could have put that house sit up and it would have, you know, they would have easily rebooked somebody else in just a couple of days. They would have had many uh, people to choose from. We were very fortunate to get the house hit in the first place. But, you know, we had sort of developed kind of a relationship with these people. You know, we had talked to them numerous times. We had Skyped with them. We were very comfortable with them. They were very comfortable with us. So we called up to cancel and they were like, no, you know, let's, let's just, you know, let's just figure this out. They were going to work with us. We didn't know what we were going to do. Since they didn't want to look for any other house sitters, you know, we just kind of got our stuff in gear and you know we ended up flying back to Florida and we ended up buying a used car um, and so we were able to do the house in. Uh, you know but we were kind of scrambling for a little bit uh, but we did find a car in fact we we paid five thousand dollars for an old used Toyota and when was that I guess that was in 2018 and we still have that car now and it's been working great for us. So <laughs> all in all, everything worked out. But that was something that came up. You know, we had a house sit booked where you needed a car and our car crashed. So lots of stuff. Anyway, I've been yammering. That was all on my list. Plus one I didn't have on my list. My battery's about to die. But I just wanted to jaw a little bit uh, because I haven't jawed in a while. And um, I don't know what we got coming up travel-wise because I don't know what we're going to be doing. We've been looking at Mexico a lot because we're sort of 
you know, no house sits are presenting themselves and COVID is waning, at least as far as how it controls our lives. So everyone's getting on with life. So we're thinking maybe we will too, as far as international travel goes. So maybe we'll do that if nothing presents itself house sitting wise. We're looking at Mexico, we're looking at Nicaragua, we're looking at South America. Kind of staying close. I'd like to go to Europe, but it's cold, it's expensive, and uh, so that's not so much on the radar. But I think uh, we're going to have some travel stuff coming up, so we'll see. But if not, we'll definitely have some house sitting, house sitting stuff coming up. I'll have house sitting links down below if you want to check out uh, the house sitting videos and info that we have. Uh, but thanks for listening and watching and blah, blah, blah. I hope this was helpful, although I don't know what I was doing or talking about. I guess what I was saying is house-sitting is awesome, but, you know, be, uh, be like, be like, what is that? Be like the reed and bend in the wind. I don't know. I know Kung Fu. But that's it. We'll see you in the future. Bye-bye. Alrighty, that is it. Click, subscribe, review, share all over the global internet sphere. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time on the Slowpoke Travel Podcast.